Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Verse 13, he says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. So note that false apostles can transform themselves to look like they're apostles of Jesus. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works. In other words, uh, he's saying there's going to be people in the church that appear to be ministers of righteousness, but in truth, they are ministers of the kingdom of darkness, right? And, and I think that's important for us to know that that's always been the case. And when you think about what did these ministers of Satan do in the church? Well, a couple things. They caused division and they deceived people. So whenever someone causes division in a church, it's not from God. God doesn't cause division. Romans 16, 17, he said, I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you learned and avoid them. For those uh, who are such do not serve the Lord. So there in Romans 16, it says, look, when people cause division in the church, they're not from God, right? That, that's from the kingdom of darkness. And whoever, and you know, whatever God loves, then Satan wants to destroy. And we know the Bible says in Proverbs 6, 16, he says, the six things the Lord hates, a false witness who speaks live, and lies, and one who sows discord among the brethren. So God hates people who sow discord. And that's what the false teachers did in the church. They just stirred things up. And, you know, I've been a pastor for a while now. And over the years, I've been pastoring in other cities. And some false doctrine would come into a town. And, and there'd be a church of, you know, a thousand people. And the false doctrine would come in and just cause division. And pretty soon the church would split and divide. And then they would have to close their doors. I mean, it even happened here in the Treasure Valley. And you know, that's what the enemy does. He wants pe people to divide. Now, the Bible says that God wants us to love one another, forgive one another, stir up good works, right? And if you want to be great in God's kingdom, what do you do? Learn to debate? No. You want to you be great in God's kingdom? Learn to be a servant, right? To serve Jesus, to, to love people, to serve people. So simple. People want to make it so complicated. They're like, well, you know, who do I serve? Anybody you can. When? Anytime you can. <laughs> How often? As much as you can. Right? I mean, uh, so verse 16, he goes on to say, I say again, let no one think me a fool. If otherwise, at least receive me as a fool, that I also may boast a little. When I speak, I speak not according to the Lord, but it is, uh, as it were, foolish in this confidence of boasting. So Paul's saying, look, I'm going to boast about some things, and it's not from God. It's foolish. I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Verse 18. Seeing that many boast according to the flesh, I will boast. For you put up with fools gladly, since you yourselves are wise. So uh, here, uh, in other words, he's saying that you've become so wise now that you listen to fools. <laughs> and so I think he's mocking them. My wife doesn't like it when I use 
uh, you know, when I mock people, but Paul did it. In verse 20, he said, for you put up with it uh, if one brings you into bondage, if one devours you, if one takes from you, uh, if one exalts himself, if one strikes you on the face. So Paul's saying, this is all stuff you put up with. He's saying, look, these false teachers, they come, they slap you in the face, and you put up with it, right? Now you think, well, how could that be? Well, uh, in those days, in some of the rabbinical schools, if someone wasn't paying attention, you know, a rabbinical uh, uh, rabbi would come by and slap him in the face, you know, wake him up, hey, whatever. And, and for those of you who are old enough to remember, uh, like in schools in America, school teachers had these big wooden sticks. They called them yard sticks or something. And like if a kid wasn't doing the right thing, whack, you know. I got whacked a few times, you know. And so, uh, you know, it was like pay attention. Or if you're sleeping during class, you know, whack or whatever. Uh, they actually, do you guys know, since the youth rent, they used to give swats in school. I remember some of my friends got swats in school. And I remember one time going to the office and I was going to get a swat. And because uh, this kid, he started fighting with me. And, and you know, I, I, back then I was always obliged to help. And so, uh, you know, and we go, to the, we go to the office and we were in elementary school. And the teacher gets out or the principal gets out this big old book. And she's going to give him a swat. And so she tells us, bend over and grab your ankles. So he bends over, grabs his ankles, and she hits him with the book. And he was kind of a pudgy little guy. And he hits the floor and starts laughing. And then I started laughing. And the principal, she's angry. And she throws the book at him. And I'm not sure what happened, but I never got a swat. I think she kicked us out of the office. And Yeah. But but Paul's saying, you have people coming into the church and they're slapping you in the face and you're putting up with it. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Right? Verse 21, he says, to our shame, I say that we were too weak for that. Paul's saying, I'm too weak to slap you in the face. But in whatever anyone is bold, I speak foolish, I am bold also. So Paul's trying to get them to think about their situation. Paul's saying, look, I'm too weak to slap you in the face. But, you know, he's just mocking them like, what are you doing? Uh, this is not what you learn from the scriptures. In verse 22, he said, are they Hebrews? So am I. Now, now he's going to boast about who he is. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labors, more abundant in stripes, above measure in prisons, more frequently in death often. So now he's talking about all the stuff that he went through, right? That uh, he labored more. He got beat up more. He got thrown in prison more, uh, got beat to death more. And, And this is what happened in Paul's life. Verse 24, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, and, and again, you all know that's not with a water bong. I mean, that was with, they used rocks to kill people, right? Some of you are like, what is a water bong? Well, that's good if you don't know. Uh, three times I was shipwrecked. Uh, a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils of the city, in perils of the wilderness, in perils of the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness, often in hunger and thirst, in fastings, often in cold and nakedness. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, Paul went through a lot of stuff. Imagine just being beaten and stoned and just all those things. And why do you think Paul never quit, right? I mean, now today in the church, I mean, Paul went through all that and got up and said, where's the next person I can tell about Jesus? In church today, you say, 
liberal. And some people are like, I'm offended, and they leave. You know, it's just like, what? That's it? I mean, it's like, come on, toughen up. But I mean, Paul, why, why did he not quit? Why was he so tough? Well, in Romans 1.16, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and also to the Greek. In other words, the Apostle Paul believed in the power of the gospel, and he knew that the message of Jesus Christ was powerful to change people's lives. And, you know, that's really the same reason I'm here. The reason I'm here preaching the gospel is because I believe in the power of the gospel. It changed my lives and my life and many of my friends' lives. You know, when I got saved, none of my friends were Christian. I didn't even know any Christians. And I saw literally hundreds of people get saved and lives changed, and it was all the power of Jesus Christ, the gospel, right? Just coming to church, hearing the Bible, and that transforming power of God, it worked in my life, it worked in many of other people's lives, and for the Apostle Paul, it worked in his life. He was against the church, he was putting people in prison, and then he gets saved, and Jesus works in his heart, and now you can't stop him. He wants to tell everybody about Jesus, because it changed his life, and he knows it's the only thing to help him. And the truth is, our country is very confused, very messed up, the only thing that can help our country is a revival. For people to get saved and for there to be, you know, like a Jesus revival like there was in the 70s because people are so messed up, they don't know up from down. And you can't even talk to them. I mean, we, we have Americans who graduate from universities who think men can get pregnant. And they believe it with all their heart. And then they've been told that if you believe it, it's real. Right? I mean, it's just... So what can help them? Jesus, right? That's why it's so important that you pray for the people you know who aren't saved, coworkers, family members, that you invite them to church, right? And, and, and don't give up, right? Because Jesus is really the only thing that could fix people, right? And, and it's so good. And so Paul was determined to not give up because he believed in the power of the gospel. And then he said in 2 Corinthians 5.14, for the love of Christ compels us. So it was because of Christ's love for Paul that it just stirred him up, compelled him to want to tell people about Jesus. And so I pray that the Lord stirs your heart, that you want to tell people about the Lord, because it's the only thing that can help them, right? If you have coworkers or friends or family members that are confused or hurting or messed up, Jesus can fix them, right? He can help. He can do anything. And so Paul believed that in verse 28. Besides these other things that come upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble, and I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is blessed forever and knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under Artsis the king uh, was guardian in the city of uh, Damascene with a garrison desiring to arrest me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in a wall and escaped from his hand. So we're going we're to stop there. These are Paul's credentials for being, right, uh, an apostle. That he was beaten, he was stoned, he was on the run, thrown in prison, right? And, and why did Paul keep going? Because he believed in the power of the gospel. That he understood the love of God. And, and he knew, Romans eight twenty eight, which says, We know that all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Paul knew that whatever happened, God is with them. God's going to help them. So we're going to have communion tonight. And so we're going to pray, and uh, then we're going to have communion. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we thank you so much for the example of Paul, that he was so determined 
to bring the gospel to people, that he was so determined to not give up, even though when things were difficult. And we do pray for us, Lord, that you would help us to understand the depth of your love. And as we have communion tonight, that we would be reminded, Jesus, that you love us so much that you were beaten and crucified on a cross and rose again that we could be forgiven. And Lord, that that love would compel us, Lord, to want to tell everybody we know about your love and your greatness. And so we just pray you would bless this time of communion tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life-controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, We'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you. May you have a great day. Today is the day.